and welcome to another episode of the Bliss of the Abyss. I am feeling markedly better. Uh, my leg is healing up. Thanks so much for asking. Thank you very much. But I still do have to wear a brace 24 hours a day, seven days a week, four weeks a month, 52 months in a year. I can't carry on past that. Um, but write in if you can. Uh, so I am still very much recovering. I have a physio appointment tomorrow. Let me just click that brace in because it hurts like hell. Oh, God. Um, and hopefully they'll tell me how much progress I've made. Perhaps not a lot, although I feel much more secure. My knee is still very painful and it's very hard to live my life. Luckily, we're in lockdown, so everyone's in the same boat. The amount of people that I've told uh, my little sob story to. My knee, it broke and I had to sew it, it hurt. <laughs> it really did. It really did. And it really did. The amount of people who've said, well, you know, you're not missing out on anything, mate. It there's something about jokes that everyone makes that you think it must be good enough but also shit enough that everyone's thought of it but also no one's filtered it out now take a pro like me i filter that one right out anyway um without too much uh, waffle up top i just want to say game stonk is the great unifier of 2021 if you are in hold if you are waiting for a dip, buy the dip. Come with us to the moon. Diamond hands, my brothers and sisters. Diamond hands. Today on the best of, we got loads of world leader MMA. I've got me arguing with Vladimir Putin, Lampard and Gerard. The Big Bay Theory makes a few appearances. We've got some guests. We've got sex dolls. We've got watching football. Oh my God. And I've put it all together despite the many challenges I am facing because I love you. I love you. And I will see you soon back when we're running, probably when I get this thing off my leg, which should be quite soon. Love you. Mwah. someone's taking a shit next door to me oh you, you thought i did it in a um a professional studio the show well i know it sounds completely professional that's because i'm an excellent engineer hire me i'm free as in available i'm expensive well we can talk about it let's see if we can come to a little arrangement benefits me benefits you you kiss my back i'll lick yours where was I? What am I talking about? Um, welcome to the Bliss of the Abyss. <laughs> I once had a picture of my shoe that blocked out the light. Now the plant won't grow. Oh, lonely, lonely me. Oh, misery, misery. I'm lost. I'm done. I'm dead. 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 So, in uh, intimate details, intimate details, the most intimate of 
of intimate details, a new exploration of the human self, with your host, Dylan Moran. Hi, I'm Dylan Moran. Welcome to my new series. Today, we'll be talking about all kinds of things. For example, have you ever washed your ass with a rag on a stick? Have you used a bidet? Have you washed in the last three weeks because you stink? Next week, I'll be talking with controversial psychologist Jordan Peterson about why he thinks and what he thinks. Please tune in then, or don't. Sorry, don't say that bit. All right, Steve. Oh, sorry? Hey, where's my manager? Hi, who, who's this Steve guy? He's gone, yeah? Out. The Bliss of the Abyss. I know it feels like this podcast is like, you know, kind of off the wall maybe and uh, freewheeling and dare I may say it, uh, insouciant. But actually this whole thing, this entire thing is scripted. I have a team consisting of me and we write everything down, obviously, and we being me. And then we go through the fine tooth comb, you know, really tweaking it up, making sure those weird pauses and like things where you clicks, making sure that they are really in. Um, so that it's just, you know, as professional as possible. And, um, I upload them to the cloud. Of course I do. I mean, of course I do. Everyone uploads everything to the cloud. What could possibly go wrong? Yeah. Well, now I can't access my fucking script, man. Get off the fucking set, dear. So I can't, I can't access my script. So I think instead I'll just have a chat with Vlad. Right now, look, Caitlin has told me to stop bringing up the name of Vladimir Putin on my podcast, and um, she's worried. You know, she's worried. the 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 tour we got planned for Russia, it's in jeopardy if I, you know, make myself a thorn in Putin's side. So she's like, "Look, I know, I know, you're just making jokes. You are but a jester in life's deck. <laughs> but you know, ease off the Vlad content, right?" Now, it's already hard enough having him as a roommate. You don't need to be getting beefs with him on the air. Okay? So, and I was like, but I'm in the middle of telling everyone about the World Leaders Smackdown event, you know? We've already got Putin in there with his black belt, and he's got Sai riding a donkey alongside him. And then we had Macron ripped to the tits, and Merkel with pigtails. And then we had the surprise reveal... And we gave a clue with a national anthem that shall be repeated now. Now, I'm not going to say that this is a good national anthem because it's bad, but it is the anthem of the Philippines. Yeah, you knew the Russian one, didn't you? Hmm? You knew the French one? Really? So, in fact, the reveal, the big reveal. Rodrigo Duterte. Horrible human Rodrigo Duterte in dictator cast. Now, say what you like about Duterte. Actually, don't say what you like about him if you live in the Philippines. That's a risk. Actually, I do have some listeners in the Philippines. Don't play this episode, but play all the other episodes multiple times and send me money. But Rodrigo Duterte, now look, was he in the military? I mean, he acts like a hard man. He says he killed people personally. He instructs his armed forces and polices. Polices? How many polices make a light bulb? Indiscriminate killing, right? Of anyone who even has touched a bit of weed? 
That's how nuts he is. So even if he personally isn't physically imposing, knowing that he's got that side to him, that's bringing a chill into the heart, if he has one, of Vladimir Putin. Spoiler alert, I do know how the fight ends. But I thought, right, why don't we lighten the material this week? We'll have Vlad on, obviously. I live with him and he's, you know, he's gold. He's, I mean, there's a reason, yeah? There's a reason he got to where he is today, yeah? Some people fuck around. Some people think life is five minutes long. Other people think it's probably between 60 and 80, although average life expectancy has been dropping. Other people think life is but a dream. Other people think life is pretty fast sometimes, but if you <laughs> blow your nose, you might catch up with it. As far as Bueller, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. <laughs> So, back to where we were. <laughs> back to where we were. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought, we'll, we'll have him on the, we'll have him on the show. Cause I can't get, I can't get on the internet. So I thought, well, look, Vlad, he's right here, you know? So we don't have to have scripts. Actually, we can just be ourselves, you know, our normal bickering. Um, oh, they live together, but sometimes there are stresses and sometimes they have a great time. So we have Vlad on the show, right? But in a lighthearted trip down memory lane, and we talk about his fight against Macron, Merkel and Duterte. Duterte, 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 Duterte. I'm also not gonna be able to go to the Philippines after this. I think France will let me in though. After I said Macron was buff. Hey, Macron, you're buff. You know, without making the whole show just a an, an completely random stream of consciousness because I don't have my scripts. Let's let's see what he's up to, see if he's available. Vlad? Vlad? You ready? Sorry, what? I can't hear you, mate. You have to talk up. You're talking down the stairs to me. I said, are you ready? What, what are you doing? I, oh, okay. Well, hurry up. I know it was curry night last night. I said, hurry up. <sighs> I hope that wasn't recording. And um, Vlad's, Vlad's a bit indisposed right now. Hello. Vlad, hello. How are you feeling? You, are you feeling a bit better after the... Let us not discuss that on air. Uh, we're not on air. It's okay. Um, I thought we'd just, you know, chat. For a bit, I wanted you to be ready so that when we, when we were on, you know, you could really turn on that Putin zazz that I know you got going on on your podcast, right? How's that doing, by the way? Excellently. Oh, congratulations. Well done, Vlad. Better than your piece of shit podcast. Okay, Vlad. Let's, you know, maybe save the roasting for on air. Like I said, we're just trying to, I just, how are you doing? Do you know what I mean? I don't, you don't need to insult the show, mate. I'm just trying. Just fucking trying, Vlad. Man, you always know how to fucking get to me, don't you? God damn it, why are you so beautiful and so complex? That is just me. It is who I am. It is the man you feel in love with. Yeah. Um, about that, Vlad. Yes. Um, well, I was talking with Kate and the other day. Sorry, excuse me, the other day. And, um, I, she thinks that we need to put the 
brakes on things a bit. You know, we've been at each other's throats. It's not good for either of us. It is good for me. Okay, well, it's not good for me. Okay, and this is a relationship. It's give and take, isn't it? Take, take, take. Okay, and give, give, give. Like, what's your point? My point. Shut up, that is my point. Stop winning. My podcast is number one podcast in Russia and Georgia and number three podcast in Uzbekistan. Well, good for you, mate. Okay, some of us, you know, don't have the the advantage that others do in life. Yeah, You've got Russian privilege, okay? Some of us have to start from the ground up. I don't have a whole country that I can force to listen to my podcast. I don't force. Oh, sure. You know what? Have it your way, Vlad. Fake news. Motherfucker. Should we do the show or what? Do you, do you want to be on my piece of shit, cheap little tin pot podcast or is it not great enough for the wonderful the, the magical the mysterious putin the pimp putin the pimp hey um sorry vlad one sec i got to talk to my listeners yeah because we're rolling now okay we're rolling here we go um hi listeners uh welcome to the bliss of the abyss my name's vladimir cut vlad don't do that while i'm can you just put it away mate i'm trying to focus be professional okay thank you thank you um, back in. Uh, hi, listeners. Okay, cut. Sorry, Vlad, it's not going to work today. Apologies. I want that attention. Did you mean what you said earlier? Would, well, I mean, not, not all of it. I guess some of it I was just a bit angry and losing my temper. And so I'm, I'm, I am trying to record the show though. So if you're going to keep touching yourself like that and making monkey noises, it's very distracting. That's all. Be specific. What, what I said about what? Love. Really? Now? Really? Now? If not now, when? Later? I mean, what do you mean, if not now, when? Well, who are you trying to be? Fucking Socrates over there. Socrates? Can we do this later, Vlad? Can we have sex later? Okay, that is enough. Yes. Okay. I'm going to say no, but watch, watch what my hands do. No. Mm-hmm. Did you catch that? Very subtle. Thanks. See you later, sweet cheeks. All right, then. All right, sweetness. Bye. Bye. Say it with a bit more emotion, don't I? What is it now? I'm trying to record my show. The boiler isn't working. Again. Really? Fuck. I need to draw a butt. Right, okay. Um... Draw a bath. Why well, some lady from the fifties? Some wilting lily from uh, a an Oscar Wilde. Why is that? Draw a bath. Let me draw you a bath, madam. I will just draw. Okay. All right, blood. Um. All right. Two sex. All right. I'll just sort out. Excellent. Now he's gone. I can tell you all the truth. I do not love him, I am using him for his podcast equipment. I can't tell him. It would break his little heart. His puny heart. It is so small and puny, not like my heart. I have heart of bay. Haha, <laughs> like the joke. If you want more dynamite like this, tune into Putin's podcast. Just search for Putin's podcast wherever you jet your shows. 
All right. All right, bud. What are you doing, mate? Are you fucking around with the equipment? I'm still re- I've still got to record my show, mate. You can have it after. All right? Yeah? Come on, be cool, man. We agreed on, we agreed on this. Yeah? It's my stuff. So when I need to use it, I get priority. Don't pout. I am not pouting. Have it your way. I mean, it looks like you're pouting. Why do you always do that? So passive-aggressive. Be a man. You know, some people have different ideas about what masculinity means nowadays, Vlad. I know some of us are still stuck in the Stone Ages, but for the rest of us, welcome to 2020. Men are men. Women are women. Donkeys are donkeys. Don't forge that. Thanks for that pearl of wit. Shut up. Close to beautiful lips. The world was never meant for once to delicate us you. You're all right, bud. See you later. Enjoy your vodka and... Enjoy your smell of ice and lime, you little fucking... I don't know what you're hiding about. But you can't get a dollar out of me. Because I'm so fucking dingy. I'm so motherfucking C-H-E-A-P. Hello. Welcome to another installment of The Big Babay Bababa Theory with your host, Douglas Kemp. The Big Bay Theory, the Big Bay Theory, the Big, the Big, the Big, the Big, the Big Bay Theory, yeah! Hello, I'm Douglas Kemp, and welcome to The Big Bay Theory. This week, don't have time for a full episode, so I'm just going to quickly check in. We did nine bay leaves in a ramen. It was excellent. There is no such thing as too many bay leaves in a dish. Wrapping up this week, we will have Tim Feeburn on the guitar. Thank you, Tim. So, just to prove it again, keep Bay in business. Keep Bay alive. Bay needs you. We need Bay. Not one to two Bay leaves. I'm talking ten. That's what's going to be next. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of yeah how about that though over three and a half million cases now all because as i understand it and again i'm not a doctor just an enthusiast but as i understand it all because sylvester stallone rang arnold schwarzenegger on a landline and that landline was bugged and that conversation was listened into by the Secret Service of China, who are the MSS, the Ministry of State Security. That transcript was then leaked onto 8chan and broadcast from the lab in Wuhan over 5G networks, which actually are already installed around the world. And somehow a pangolin managed to get online and texted this info to his mate, Abat, they met up later, hooked up, unhooked, rehooked, unhooked, rehooked, 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 rehooked. And that led to the novel coronavirus, aka COVID-19, aka SARS-2. Again, not a doctor, just an enthusiast. 
you don't have to listen intently and take notes, although thank you to those of you that do. I hope you have a fantastic week. I hope you have a lovely day. I hope you have an okay afternoon, but then a really banging evening. And I hope you come back and join us again on the Bliss of the Abyss. Good night. Good. Hello, welcome to another episode of The Bliss of the Abyss with your host, this man talking to you. I have been called Ruskin Denmark before. Ain't no problem with that. In fact, I quite like it when you call me Ruskin Denmark. My name is also Robert Newmark Jones, although what's in a name? Who decided that that was what I was called? I mean, sure, now it is what I'm called. There's no backing out of that except to use a pseudonym. And that is why I am Ruskin Denmark. And now I've had a few people ask me, hey, why are you called Ruskin Denmark? To those people, I say, mind your own goddamn business, okay? I don't ask you why you're called Ruskin Denmark. And they say, well, I'm not. And I say, yeah, because I am. Right? So. So go to thispersondoesnotexist.com and it's wild. It's absolutely wild. It's pictures generated by an algorithm, but it's photos. They've got, they've sort of amalgamated, I don't know, millions of images of people's faces. And then they have created this AI that can just generate faces and they're not of people who have ever existed or will ever exist, presumably. And it's fucking wild. Honestly, go to it. This person does not exist.com. There's also this cat does not exist. This art does not exist. And this horse does not exist. All of them are good apart from this horse does not exist.com, which if you click it sometimes looks like an abattoir, but an abattoir run by people who are clumsy. <laughs> An abattoir run by Klutzes. Welcome to Klutz's abattoir. Hello, can I show you around? Mr. Klutz, what a pleasure to meet you. Hello, business is booming. Great. Um, can we talk a bit about your ethical standards? I told you business was booming, not business is looming. Great. Can we talk about those ethical standards? Kindly leave. Whoa, plant daddy, bambalam. Whoa, plant daddy, bambalam. So right, daddy, bambalam. To read the my baby, bambalam. Another instalment of the Big Bay Theory, the Big Bay Theory, the Big, the Big, the Big, the Big, the Big Bay Theory. Yeah. Booyakasha. Welcome to the Big Bay Theory, hosted by your host, Tom Goose. Hey, the Goose Man. Yeah. Yo, I'm the Goose Man. Hi, I'm the Goose Man. That's a man that's part goose. Google Goose Man. You'll get what? Oh yeah, the drug lord. So um, I seem to be pissing off all the most powerful people in the world. He's known as El Chapo. So Guzman is El Chapo. So welcome to the Big Bay Theory hosted by El Chapo. Um, last time I spoke to you, we were at nine Bay Ramen levels. Um, and it was a complete success. And this week, we got up to 10. And it was a disaster. I mean, I've never tasted something so delicious. <laughs> Take that in your eye, Big Bay. Wait, Rob, remember how the Big Bay theory works? We're trying to create Big Bay. There is no Big Bay to fight against. I know, I just have this sort of rebellious streak inside me and I kind of can't uh, get rid of it. I think it probably stems back to childhood when... Okay, you're going to have to pay me 
if you want that kind of support. This is the Big Bay Theory, hosted by El Chapo Guzman. So stay on topic, yeah? Ten leaves in a slow-cook pork ragu. Ooh, what's that like? It was good. It was really good. When you cook something for a long time, it either burns, disappears, or becomes delicious. And I'm happy with one of those outcomes. <laughs> I, I mean, at this point, my bay tree is kind of starting to look a little bit thin. You know, my, my wanton uh, harvesting of its bounteous crop has left it barren and sad. And I am not going to stop because I'm a scientist. And that's not how we do things. Science can't rest. However, in an extended little treat as part of the Big Bay Theory, we have had some correspondence over here at Big Bay. Um, from Barnaby Griffin, dear the bliss of the abyss, following on from your bay leaf theory, uh, side note, it's called the Big Bay Theory, not hard to get right. I decided to run a little experiment of my own by way of inserting 20 bay leaves deep inside my anus. Pause. Now, you trying a big game, me? Hmm? 20 bay leaves? 20 bay leaves? How loose are you down there, my boy? What's been going on? Quarantine been getting to you? Um, Barnaby continues, is day four, and I can safely report no ill effects as yet, but I shall be closely monitoring the situation. Yours scientifically, Barnaby Griffin, so he can't spell his own name. Now we have had our scientists respond, dear Barmer, be duly noted. We will add this research to the file. I'm sure we will get to the bottom of this, pun intended, yours, etc. T-B-O-T-A. Anyway, listen, that, that's all we've got time for this week on the Big Bay Theory. Next week, if I'm still alive, 11 bay leaves. Sie hören gerade, the bliss of the abyss. <laughs> Why is it that you're not able to carry more things than two at one time? I'm sick of it. I'm always trying to just at least carry four things, stack one on top of the other and, and sort of balance it and go up. And then a door appears, you've got both hands and you really don't want to put something down. You just don't want to have to have that extra bit of admin to vanquish. And so you try and like use a hip or your ass or your elbow and something will slide off. And usually the thing that slides off has got multiple things inside of it. And you just fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know, this isn't, it's, it's not a joke, this thing. And the impact upon our lives is not funny either. I know I've, I know I make jokes about it, but I, I think everyone in the, around the world is so eager to ease restrictions, to get out of lockdown, and I totally understand why. Um, and I just wonder if 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 we ease restrictions, like. But I tell you what, I did a I did a deep dive on the web the other day to to look into some of these COVID conspiracies, right? And I, I joke about it every week, you know, COVID, as I understand it. I'm making light of what is obviously a terrible situation, but there are some f fucking nut jobs out there. This video pandemic, which has been doing the rounds and, oh my God, quick, watch it before it's taken down. Like, I mean, when I say, you know, uh, and all of this is just because, as I understand it, and again, not a doctor, just an enthusiast. But as I understand it, this all started because Kim Jong-un is actually Xi Jinping. 
they switched. They did a face-off many years ago, much like the movie Face Dash Off, featuring Nicolas Cage et al., <laughs> which means and al., right? So actually, for years, Kim has been G and G has been Kim, and I have been you, and you have been me. And so because of that, that's why they're so closely in bed together. And so actually, Wuhan is a simulation of the whole of North Korea. So what Kim has been doing is testing out crazy new theories such as can a bat can a bat and a pangolin be mates? Can they text each other? Can they 69? Can they do math problems? The answer to all of these things is no. But what they can do is shit on top of each other and eat that shit. And if you do that, that's what leads to the novel coronavirus, aka COVID-19. Again, not a doctor, just an enthusiast. Now, how ridiculous does that sound? Okay. Now, go on the internet and look up the conspiracy theories. I'm not going to repeat them here. Plandemic has probably been taken down, taken down, banned. But yeah, I'm not going to bang on about coronavirus anymore, but there's got to be some some way out of it that's you know what it feels like? This is, my mum said this. It feels like, right, we've been sent to our rooms and we don't know why. That's what it is, really. We've been sent to our rooms and we don't know why. And you know what I thought it was like? It's like, you know, when you're in, you know, when you're in school and the whole class is mucking about, Terry's got his knob out, Craig stabbed his friend with a compass, someone's shouting, Oi, miss, show us your tits. People are throwing paper aeroplanes, someone's opened the fucking window, someone's got their belly out. And it's just absolute pandemonium, right? It's like that. No, it's not like that. <laughs> what it's like. <laughs> Hold on, that made sense. Okay, so in that case, the whole class get detention, yeah? But I always thought, whenever that happened, there is there are always one or two or however many people just sort of sat there really actually not wanting to engage in the mayhem at all. Maybe they're trying to get on with their work, but they get in trouble too. You know, it's like, right, the whole class, detention. And I feel like that's what that's the situation we're in. We didn't have these ridiculous wet markets with animals being sold, li live wildlife wet markets. They just got them higgledy-piggledy on top of each other. I've been, I've been to China. I've seen some of these wet markets, but I've never seen something on the scale of if you look up the Hunan uh, seafood wholesale market, there's a list, according to media reports, besides seafood, various food items sold at the market include badgers, bamboo rats, beavers, camel, chickens, civets, crocodiles, donkeys, emmental cheese, foxes, frogs, giant salamanders, hedgehogs, herbs, mm, marmots, ostrich, otters, pangolins, disputed, <laughs> peacocks, pheasants, pigs, porcupines, rabbit organs, sheep, snakes, spices, spotted deer, turtles, vegetables, wolf puppies, crab, shrimp, striped bass, bats, bats, bats. You can't just you can't put those things on top of each other in small cages. That will lead to the spread of disease. We have known this. Science knows this. It's not like this was unknown before this. So we don't need that for coronavirus. What we do need, what should, what, and why we feel like the whole class is in trouble is because we know we're not allowed to fucking get our dick out in school. We know you're not allowed to stab someone with a compass. You're not allowed to throw paper airplanes at the teacher. You're not allowed to tweak your friend's nipple. We know that. And sometimes we do it anyway, but now the whole class are in trouble and it's not my fault. It's Craig's. <laughs> Thank you.
At least, why do I have to stay behind? I didn't do anything. Tell you one thing, I've been doing a bit since quarantine. I've been playing a bit of poker online with my mates. With my mates? Poker with my mates. You know that? Poker with your mates. Yeah, I've been playing poker with my mates. Not that I ever win, because it's ridiculous, but it's fun. Or so I thought, until I played with my friend Peter and some of his friends. Shout out, PMN! And this was far from a fun experience because, okay, so Poker Online, you have to have a countdown timer because otherwise people will take forever to make their turn and if that happens every single turn, then the whole game just is shot. So you need to have some instruction, some arbitrary limit. So what would you, if I ask you, dear listener, what would your limit be if you were trying to play a game of poker on the internet against your friends and you have to have a timer, right? So you might think 10 seconds is fair. But then again, think about it. 10, 9, 8, 7. By 7, have you really worked out what the best move to make is with your cards? Probably not. For most people, you want to at least consider a few ins and outs. You look at how much everyone's got. What have they been betting recently? What are the odds that what I've got is better than him? What's the spread here? Is that bridgeable? So, there's a there's an amount of time. Let's say you get 30 seconds. And if you're playing with people you know, it's not just some bot or some unknown who's just going to time out the whole time. You can at least roast them. You can josh them. You can push them. But we played a game and it was a 10-second timer. And it was just ridiculous. And I was talking to my uh, my friend, my friends online about it. We've got a poker group. And I was saying, why is the timer so fast? It's pretty intense. I can barely think. It's like poker on meth. This is mental. And he says, well, we can't change it now. Get in the Zoom. It's jokes. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just getting less naked. Hold on. I don't fucking have a chance to get dressed before I have to go again. This is absolutely insane. He was like, sorry, normally we have double the time. My other friend said, you don't even have time to write the word time. Dude, this is messing with my mind. See, I'm starting to lose the plot here. It's the fucking wild, wild west. And he's like, well, it's evening for us and tomorrow is a public holiday. I go, okay, no wonder. Meanwhile, it's mid-afternoon here. Y'all be on crap. This is an overwhelming experience. feel like I'm going to have PTSD after this. Hang in, bro, he says. I go, mate, I wouldn't call this an enjoyable experience. It's like having fucking diarrhea. And he goes, oh yeah, you rebought. clearly you want more. Anytime I turn my head, I've got to make a split second decision on a fortune. I can't even process what the winning hand was before the next round begins. I just like a nice relaxed game like gentleman. Oh, I think I just won a hand, but who can tell? That was 10 seconds ago, aka a lifetime. I feel like my heart's going to explode. Feel nauseous. I need fresh air. This is mental. Who am I playing against, by the way? Are all these guys in finance too? I'm a fucking actor, mate. Peter goes, well, that dude is in construction. I go, yeah. What, as a fucking CEO of a construction corporation? He says, yeah. (laughs) Cost me 24 quid, that. Yeah. Poker on meth. I would not recommend it. You don't get it. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. I'm claustrophobic, Darren. You don't get it. Well, that just ruined the mood. I genuinely still feel very unwell, and I have to teach a class, and I'm worried. Uh, oh God, I feel so sick. I feel sick. I, I, you know, you know what I need? I need an enema. What's the word? I need to enemize myself. Is that a word? Why not? Sure. If only I could enemize myself. Or maybe a stomach pump. Um, good pop shield that if you can hear the pop.
probably shouldn't be doing it anyway. So what else can I tell you about? I'm going to have um, uh, coming up on the show, Nils Hennestit, who is the, um, the man behind the music, Bliss of the Abyss. Tell me, Nils, is it true that the novel coronavirus, a.k.a. COVID-19, was created in a lab and spread via 5G so that Dr. Fauci could become rich because he's actually Bill Gates? This is just what I'm hearing on the internet. <laughs> okay, so the claim is the conjunction of all of those things coming in. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it's a pretty safe bet to say that the conjunction of all of those is false. Whether one of them is true seems unlikely also. Oh, all right, Mr. Stats. Prove anything with science, can't you? <laughs> it's uh, very bizarre because I feel like I'm listening to your podcast, except it's interactive. You can choose your next adventure. Okay, my next adventure is... It becomes the call-in show, and I am every single person who calls in. Okay, caller, you are you are tuned into the Bliss of the Abyss. I've got Rachel from Hull. Hello, Rachel. Gerard and Lampard, they just don't play together. And yet they kept going for years. Quick question, Rachel. Do you identify as a man? <laughs> no time for that. Our next caller <laughs> is Sven from Svenden. Hello, Sven, you're on the air. It's pronounced Sveen. Hello, Sveen, you're on the sphere. <laughs> ah, Sveen had to go. Our next caller is Nils Hennesteer from Reverse World. It's Good. pronounced Sveen. Boo! <laughs> 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 you hung up on me. <laughs> yeah, too many pedants. I think you got Frank Lampard online, Bob. Thank you, producer Sveen. Uh, let me just keep me. Frank, you're on the air. <laughs> Lampard and Gerard, they just don't work. <laughs> I don't know why they keep playing him, okay? It just doesn't work. So to be clear, Frank, you refer to yourself as Lampard? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's how I refer to my father. And I've been wildly misinformed about the tactical choices of the England national football team circa 2003. That makes sense. Lampard Senior. Um, thank you very much for being on the show. Um, what do you think of the uh, FC Seoul thing? Did you see that? No. Mm. Tell me about it. You know how they've reopened uh, their sports? In South um, Korea. In South Korea, yeah. So the, the 2016 K-League winners, FC Seoul, inadvertently, now remember that word, inadvertently used sex dolls rather than mannequins to help fill empty stands this weekend. <laughs> What's this? I'm sorry. They were filling their stadium with mannequins? Yeah, have you not seen it? It's not. Some of them are mannequins. It, I've seen it in restaurants. It's like, you know, when they um, put mirrors around flamingos because when they're in larger flocks, they breed more. No, I didn't know that. It's, That's an excellent piece well, of trivia. Is it true? Yeah. It's true, yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you have a flock of flamingos in a zoo or whatever and they're just not getting it on, then one solution. The thought was, you put mirrors around them so they're like, oh, there's tons of flamingos here. For some reason, that makes me want to copulate more. Where, where um, as opposed to when there's like just one or two, you're like, no, I don't really fancy getting off with that fucking chump. Yeah, seems... Who are we doing it for? You know? <laughs> Who are we really doing it for? But it's like that, except with human beings. It's very... Yeah, does it work? I mean, do the mannequins make us have sex? Is that what it is? <laughs> that seems to run contrary to the whole uh, ethos behind social distancing. You can't really so... social distance and have a gangbang, can you? That's one of the big, <laughs> big problems with the modern era. Could do um, the 
swiping stick. What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you go through... Not that I've done this. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know when you go through, like, a Burger King drive through or something? Sure. Maybe you do, but... <laughs> <laughs> So on your regular commute through the Burger King drive-thru, yeah, what happens? Yeah, they'll put like the the um, card reader machine on a large stick and, you know, insert it into your car, right? So anyway, the not very funny thought was that somehow you might be able to uh, carry out the bang gang. Gang bang gang? <laughs> <laughs> the gang bang. Ah, uh, fuck it. <laughs> That went off the rails in so many different ways. I'm not even sure what's going on anymore. <laughs> now, of course, before I said that you weren't a doctor, but the actual truth is you are a doctor. However, do you ever introduce yourself as Dr. Nils? Mostly to my kids. <laughs> Call me doctor. <laughs> there is a petty part of me that resents when I get letters from a bank or something. Now, of course, you're not a medical doctor. And therefore, you're not a doctor at all. So shut up. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I sympathise. Um, for yeah. some reason, Amazon, years ago, allowed me to uh, call myself a rabbi. And so everything <laughs> I get from Amazon is to rabbi Robin my Jones. It's quite good. It's the title of a rabbi, rabbi. No, it's priest. <laughs> yes, of course. It's, well, what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It could be like, there could be some old Latin abbreviation or something. Rabus. Or maybe some letters at the end of your name. Is there a way for you to summarise what must be, a, you know, ten to 40,000 word academic essay on aesthetics in a humorous two-minute clip? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking in two minutes. I doubt very much it'll be humorous. Boo! <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. A humorous 30-second clip? This just made it harder. Yeah, I demand there be a countdown clock sound. Okay. We'll this. Okay. okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Three, two. <laughs> if you were doing the finger one and then the like, action, I was. Like, <laughs> I was. Okay. Okay. Let's let's try that again. anything you like it turns out uh seductive artworks even though they prescribe unmerited responses they're not aesthetically flawed as a result of it uh we care about the outcomes of uh, sports and competitive games not as a form of make-believe but literally here are children yeah what's up Very big one. And the course has been okay. glass hole on the dish with a big one. But it's above the television. Okay, it comes over there, doesn't it? No. It's earphones. Hello, Rob. Hello. How are you? Good. What have you been doing today? Uh, 
on making a love heart and making presents for Dad and drawing a witch on a broom. Why are you making presents for Nils? What's going on? Or Daddy, as you look, like to call him. Uh, because he's our father. <laughs> oh, that's an excellent reason to make presents. She's gone. Say, now she's gone. I do often have this sort of feeling when talking to someone who is very young that really you are incidental and yes. they are just going to talk about what is in their mind anyway. You're just a prop. Yes. Is that, yeah. is that accurate? Yeah, and actually we've come full circle because I think that's how spectators to sporting events should feel now that they've been substituted <laughs> with mannequins. Very good. Sex <laughs> mannequins, no less. Did some joker at the warehouse just decide, you know what, fuck it. I mean, how, how did they end up with one? I don't know, but you have to wonder how dysfunctional does an economy have to be <laughs> and a society when you can get hold of not only more sex dolls than mannequins, but enough sex dolls to comfortably fill a stadium. I wonder, were they filled or were they socially distanced dolls? <laughs> I'm not talking to Rob again. I'm, I'm still talking to Rob. Um, <laughs> she said, sorry, she said, where's Caitlin? <laughs> um, and then I'll do a professional goodbye. How about that? Are you ready for your professional goodbye? Uh, how much extra for the professional goodbye? <laughs> 1,000 gil. Um, <laughs> Nils, thank you very, very much for being a guest. Would you come back? Of course, anytime. Tough shit, you're not welcome. Sie hören gerade das Glück des Abgrunds. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, God. Oh. You know when you know you're going to be sick? I, I am going to be... I'm going to throw up. Why? Oh, God. Welcome back. Hello. First returning guest, Caitlin Marie Barry. Well, welcome back to the show. What are your thoughts? Hmm. Um, I think it's been too long since I was invited back. How would you know? Have you listened to the most recent episode? I definitely haven't. I haven't oh, listened to the one before. Well. With cats Russian, but Very I definitely good. have not listened to the last one, so I do not know how many bay leaves you snuck into our food. Maybe that's why I just threw up. I think I think <laughs> we've, bay limit. we've hit we've hit the limit. You should call your bay section Baywatch. That's true, actually. What am I thinking? Oh, uh, the big Lebeski. The big. <laughs> if you were a flower, what flower would you be? Um, a pansy. <laughs> Did you prepare that ahead of time? <laughs> If I were a flower, this is this is my new favourite funny voice to do. Hey, hey, keep it down over there. Hey, hey, buddy, hey, keep it down. I'm not gonna keep it down. Some of us are trying to sleep, buddy. Some of us are trying to live our lives, buddy. You see, that's really good. It is good. It's a sad 
A vagina in a lab, if you want to. That's someone's job. They build it. They have an architecture and it takes three weeks and they sculpt it as it grows and they make sure it grows into the right shape, the right look, the right size every day in a lab. One or maybe a team of people are just going and checking on these little vaginas. How are they getting on? Do you think they name them? There's little Timmy. <laughs> There's little Susie. There's little Romesh. Yeah, keeping it, you know. There's little Dengue. But anyway, a, a girl was born without a vagina and was giving her boyfriend a blowjob when her ex turned up and in fury took out a knife. A knife fight ensued in which the girl was stabbed through her abdomen, but some semen had got onto the blade and it went into her womb and she was impregnated and gave birth. Not through her vagina. She didn't have one. Caesarean. Clean. I take no credit for that story. It's just a piece of news, but it is also on a stand-up special that you can go and watch. I mean, what, what to be said about it. That's the confusing part, eh? It's hard to know what to think about something like that. I mean, it's incredible technology, but also... The only thing I can think of is, let's say, I mean, who should we cast as the lab researcher? Coming home after a long day, you know, one of the vaginas was acting up a little bit. And he just gets in here, his wife, well, his, his husband, uh, here's the key in the door. And the way it opens, he just knows maybe it's been a rough one. Hey. You know what? We'll watch whatever he wants to watch tonight. Boom, boom. Hi, honey. Hi. How was work? I'm tired. <laughs> he pulls an all-nighter. Absolutely astonishing. No? No, it's not? I mean, maybe it's just me who's interested in the fact that you can grow vaginas in a lab. I mean, through my life, that's been true that I am interested in certain things that other people are not interested in. Wow, how unique. Yeah, I know what you mean. Wow, maybe you should shut up about it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know. Welcome to I Know What You Mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No. Do I know what you mean? <laughs> Just tell me what you mean. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Hey, what's better? Things that are good or things that are shit? So I found this wonderful thing on the internet. Where? On the internet. Where? On the internet. Where? Fear of H already knows. Already knows. What are the other options? Fear of holes, heights, horses. <laughs> Equina, equinophobia? Equinophobia? How do I pronounce equinophobia? Equinophobia. 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 Definitely none of those are the way to actually pronounce it, though. Equinophobia. 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 Equinophobia or hippophobia. 
well, then what's what's fear of hippos? Are you going to say hippophobia is not fear of hippos? I mean, don't be ridiculous. Hippophobia is derived from the Greek hippos, brackets, horse, and phobos, fear. So what does potamus mean? Hippo, oh, potam, potamos, river. River horse. No, it's not. The hippo's not a river horse. What are you doing? What are you doing calling it a river horse? It's clearly not. Hey, look at that there river horse. Don't know why they've got that accent. Fear of river horses. So hippophobia is the fear of horses or equinophobia. 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 Is a psychological fear of horses. Now, why would you be scared of the horses? Because of a negative experience during your childhood? That's usually what it is, isn't it? Causes negative experience with horses during one's childhood may give rise to this phobia. It may also be triggered by a fall from a horse. But like, how can you just be scared of, of horses in general? Uh, what the hell is that? What is that? Oh my God, how am I going to pronounce this fucking word? Okay, so obviously I search for fear of hippos. And then, you know, more results comes up. We all love the more results. What a crazy selection. <laughs> more results. Actually, I prefer more results to the thing I was searching. Who's with me? More results says, is blank a real phobia? Okay. Okay. Is blank a real phobia? I'm going to try and pronounce blank. First time, all on the mic. I can tell you now it looks like it's got about 30 letters. Hippopotamostrosesquid. Pepidalophobia. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not great. You'd probably have to retake a million times. The fear of long words, it's real. It's very real and it does exist. It's one of the longest words in the dictionary. Hippopotamonstrosesquipedalia. Hippopotamonstrosesquipedaliophobia. 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 Oh, that was a good one. We'll, we'll keep that one. We'll keep it. We'll keep it. We got it. We got it. We got it on tape. We got it on tape. You know what? I think this, this bit has run out of steam now. You know, it was really, really fun, but don't kick a dead horse. I wouldn't. I'm terrified of them. This episode is sponsored by... Squarespace. Uh, Squarespace.com. Uh, it's great for websites. Have you ever thought about what it means to raise a child? Give a little this month to helpingmeraisemykids.org because I'm fucking sick of doing it myself. Visit helpingmeraisemykids.org and give whatever you can. Every little helps. Cut. Uh, you're not allowed to say every little helps. Why? There's a normal trademarked. During these tough times, we know that you might need a little bit of financial assistance. And that's why loanshark.com is here to fuck you. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could have some money. In comedy, there's a thing known as parallel thinking, yeah, where you're not taking someone else's idea because there's only so many things we can talk about. And if someone else is talking about a similar thing, like 
that's fair game. You know, if I have a bit on watering houseplants and someone else does as well, it's like, well, that's just a thing that exists. But if my unique take on watering houseplants is that I started watering them with bleach and instead of dying, they grew mouths and now I make out with them every night before I go to bed, which, side note, good bit, uh, jot that one down. Um, and then someone else did that, then it would be, that would be thievery. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Bliss of the Abyss Part 2. This is, hey. <sighs> Welcome to the Jazz of the Abyss. <sighs> Pretty cool. <sighs> hey, grab some acoustic guitars. Spark up the opium. This is Jazz Biss. The Bliss of the Abyss Jazz Style. The jazz of the abyss, the jazz, the jazz police. <laughs> jazz police. <laughs> Can you tell me why the bells are ringing? Nothing's happened in a million years. I've been sitting here since Wednesday morning Wednesday morning, can't believe my ears Okay, it's, I can't Um. So yeah, so they all had this sort of dodgy period where they were like Hey, I'll just make it, you know, I'm cool, I'm still trendy I, This is what music sounds like now Some terrible synths and stuff like that Um. And I mean, there's a couple of good songs in there Buried in the production values Jazz Police by Leonard Cohen uh, is not one of them. <laughs> the lyrics are baffling. Jazz police, put your hands up. <laughs> now wave them. Instead of applauding, you have to... At the end. I should have asked Nils to do clicking. Do you have any friends who are, like, really good at clicking? Why is he so good at clicking? I'll get him to do click. I'll have him back on the show. People loved it. Because he is our father. So without any further ado, this is a tone poem. Can you tell me why the bells are ringing? Nothing's happened in a million years. I've been sitting here since Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning, can't believe my ears. Jazz police are looking through my folders. Jazz police are talking to my niece. Jazz police have got their final orders. Jazza, drop your axe. It's jazz police. Jesus taken serious by the many. Jesus taken joyously by a few. Jazz police are paid by J. Paul Getty. Jazzers paid by J. Paul Getty too. Jazz police, I hear you calling. Jazz police, I feel so blue. Jazz police, I think I'm falling. I'm falling for you. Wild as any freedom-loving racist. What? I applaud the actions of the chief. Tell me now, oh, beautiful and spacious, am I in trouble with the jazz police? Jazz police are looking through my folders. They'll never understand our culture. They'll never understand the jazz police. Jazz police are working for my mother. Blood is thicker, margarine, than grease. Let me be somebody I admire. Let me be that muscle down the street. Stick another turtle on the fire. Guys like me are mad for turtle meat. Jazz police, I hear you calling. 
Jazz police, I feel so blue. Jazz police, I think I'm falling. I'm, I'm falling for you. The bliss of the abyss. But I went crazy. Maybe because of the... Oh, I felt weird to be on a tube again for the first time, as I said, in months. In what? Almost three months. Because I have observed lockdown rules to the T. Yeah. Because I play it by the system, man. Rock and roll. Punk rock. But on Sunday I went crazy. Because at the other end, we had to go to Morrison's, the well-known supermarket chain. Other supermarket chains are available and better. And there was a, how shall I put it? Shit queuing system that they'd set up. So you have speedy queuing and you have regular. And regular is if you've got a big old trolley cart thing. Uh, and speedy is if you've got a basket. And we were in, we were in speedy. Because after all, we're only getting a few things and then going over, um, you know, some nice little things, flowers and wine and, and mint sauce and uh, what else? I don't know. Yeah, so we're in line, the speedy queuing line, and it's, you know, hotter than the sun. And there's tension, kind of close to other people. You're outdoors, so I think they say masks outdoors. It's not as much of a thing. People are roughly keeping social distancing rules, but, you know, some people definitely aren't. And we're at the speedy queue, uh, and there's a little break to allow people to leave. And I saw this mum sort of iron up. She was in the long queue, and she was sort of iron up. This thing opened up in front of the speedy queue, and she was sort of iron up a little move, right? Like, I think, and sort of like tugging her husband and her son, sort of like, I think we're going to do it. The security guard, you know, he wasn't... He wasn't guarding or being a security. He instead had a clicker in his hand and was keeping track of how many people were coming in and going out. That was it. Um, and, you know, waving people in or not. But he wasn't about to be conflict resolution. So I saw them make the move. I, I, was, I clocked it. I clocked it from a distance and I was like, don't do it. Don't you do it. Not on my watch. Not today. <laughs> And they started to go in and I went, hey, oh, yo, this is this is speedy boarding. That's, this is this queue. And that pointed behind me to where the speedy boarding queue snaked away and began. And I was like, yeah, it's over there. And, uh, and the wife looked at me like, I am going to kill you. And the dad looked at me like, hmm, fuck, he's right. And... It was just a second, and then he was like, oh, oh, okay, 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 and kind of pulled her away. And then the two of them just started furiously talking between themselves and occasionally looking at me. I can only imagine they were probably saying, Christ, can you believe what a nice guy that is? Yeah, I know, really trying his best to just to maintain justice and law and order, to, to make sure there's fairness for everyone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I know, what decent bloke. Should we go over and shake his hand? Yeah, well, I, I would say yes, but, you know, social distancing, you can't shake strangers' hands anymore. It's like, okay, well, maybe we'll send him some flowers or something. You know, I think it's okay that we just sort of bow to him and wave. Probably they were saying something like that. Probably. Mm. Uh, anyway, they begrudgingly accepted you know other people looked at me and and there was a round of applause uh, i'm not trying to say i'm a hero i'll let the people clapping say that for me 
So there's that incident, hot and bothered in the queue. And uh, you know when a queue's quite long and quite slow moving, you really have to fight every instinct in your body to be like, should we just get the fuck out of here? I know British people are meant to be good at queuing, and I think I am compared to other people. But I also have a fuse this lot. No, I didn't lose my temper. I just made sure. You know, internally, I lost my temper, I suppose. But externally, I maintained proper decorum. And that's how the West was won. <laughs> and then inside, walking around, it's just a bit... There's all these, like, barriers and, like, signs on the floor and you know, trying to make you go one way around the thing. Thing that's like, I haven't seen the flowers. Where are they? Need to get them. You know, key worker and all of that. Essential. Essentials only. Um, and so it's like, oh, I don't know where the flowers are. And Caitlin was like, well, just ask that lady. So I've got my face mask on and um, I'm already sort of a bit sweaty because... I always am. And it's a boiling, boiling hot day. And I'm a bit sweaty. And I go up to her to, to be like, excuse me, um, where are the flowers, please? Or, hello, madam. Good afternoon. How are you? I was just wondering if you could point me in the direction of the flowers. Said in, said in sotto voce, like that, so soft. Oh, dio mia. Of course, the flowers, they are this way. Come with me. I will show you the flowers. You're buying them for your mother. So sweet. Come here. Hey, lady, social distancing. Um, but that's not how it played out. What instead happened is I went, sorry, um, sorry, <laughs> and sort of approached a bit closer. And she was already kind of like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? Has he got COVID? And I thought, maybe I do have COVID. No, I was so stuck in the moment and I couldn't remember the fucking word for flower. So I was kind of stalling for time. Uh, flowers, and I was kind of stalling for time, and I was like, uh, "Excuse me, sorry, where are the the, the flowers, lady?" And she was just horrified, like, "There, over there, just backing off. They're there. Please leave me alone, please. I have children. Don't." Caitlin was like, "Are you losing your mind?" Um, and I was like, "Yeah, apparently." And then uh, we left, found a new shortcut. In, in a place where I, I lived for, I don't know, 25 years. I swear this thing never existed before, but apparently it did. So we found a shortcut we're going through, and then we're crossing the road. And um, so this is what happened from Caitlin's point of view. So she's like, okay, Rob's losing his mind. He's shouting at someone in the queue. He's, he's frightening the people who work at Morrison's. And we're crossing the road, and, um, and there's a car sort of pulling around, but we've basically made it over. And she just sees me just like, you know that? Yeah, you punch your fist and you're like, come on then, I'm fucking ready. I'll do you right now. I'll strike you. In fact, what I was doing was waving as a thank you very much gesture. But from her point of view, I was, you know, and that's why uh, I no longer wear a wedding ring or am legally married. But, you know, easy come, easy go. <laughs> he says after... Five years long distance. Yeah, I did five years. We we did five years long distance. Imagine that. Imagine the size of my dick. <laughs> you don't have to. This is a family show, after all. Jazz police are coming to the borders. Jazz police are. Uh, so anyway, that was that was an episode of uh, this show. I th 
if if my listenership drops to zero per episode, I will still keep going, but the show might become even more maudlin. It's not maudlin, is it? Yes. Hey, you at the back, shut up. Um, yeah. So heartfelt thank you. And uh, everyone out there, look, now that lockdown has been completely eased, go out there, lick people's faces, spit in their mouths, touch their bums with your unwashed hands. Do none of that. Stay safe, stay healthy, follow guidelines, be a good person. It's for the benefit of the old and the infirmed. And we don't want people to die unnecessarily because love is what matters. Love is the only thing that matters. Love, family, friendship, unity, peace, blessing. Don't be racist. Don't be sexist. Don't be homophobic. Be good. Be a good person. Fucking do it. I know it's hard sometimes. Yes. Good things can be hard. Stick with it. Keep trying your best. Keep plugging away. Keep following your dreams. Okay? Promise me. Promise me now you'll do it. Good. Thank you. Love you. I love you. I love you. Thanks for listening to the show. If you've enjoyed it, please give us five stars and consider becoming a subscriber and maybe even supporting us on Patreon. Really, really, really helps me continue making this show. Uh, If you haven't enjoyed it, then you can fuck off. Many, many thanks to Nils Hennis-Steer for the amazing music and to Dave Fox for the cool artwork. Please keep coming back every week for more Bliss of the Abyss.